You're listening to the Blast From Cast From, the time-traveling music podcast where we discuss the rich history of popular music. This is our first episode of the year 2022. Uh, sure you're enjoying this wonderful year so far and are keen to travel back with us to an... Hang on. Just been handed an urgent news bulletin. Morose old men hate modern music. That's interesting. That brings us up to the topic. So you thought you were going to be traveling back in time with us. But actually, what's going to happen is we're going to discuss more contemporary events, uh, more specifically the 2022 Brit Awards. If you're not sure what that is, these are the British Phonographic Industries Popular Music Awards that take place every year. This intro is being redone because, believe it or not, the original it was even worse than this one. But if the editor is up to snuff, you shouldn't notice a difference, um, apart from that I've just mentioned it, but we will have to brush past that. Uh, I am Kurt Throuder. I will be joined by Matt Tabletop and a reptilian individual who currently goes by the pseudonym Dave, not to be confused with the Dave that we'll be discussing later. So here it is, Blast From's discussion of the 2022 Brit Awards. Begin awkward transition now. The Brit Awards are the British Phonographic Industry Awards. They've got a bit of a reputation for being. Um, well, what, what would what is the reputation? What's when you think of the Brit Awards? What do you think of? Now, very little. Um, and you said that you know we don't we don't know much about modern music. Would you say? We also try and keep it that way. I couldn't help. There's so many times I started laughing just because I was like, I, I just felt like someone's dad the, the entire way through. That's what the Brit Awards are like. The only way I could sum it up now is like I was in, you know, Idiocracy or in, 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 in some other film where someone's been, you know, frozen and they they emerge or it's like someone has been told, go, go hide in a bunker for uh, like 60 years and come out because there'll be nuclear fallout. The world's just going to be destroyed. But when you emerge, you've been lied to and there's just all these things happening. Because I had no idea. I had no idea what was going on. I felt even more. I felt alone. <laughs> well, I mean, we can cut that into reflections on these Brit Awards, as I was saying. <laughs> I was talking about historically. So I'll, 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 I'll kind of give you what I'm talking about. So these are the reputation of these awards that they're quite poppy. I, I guess not exactly fin finger on the pulse. Maybe not. Um, I mean, it's not the. I guess, I mean, it's maybe a bad example, you might argue, uh, depending on how much of a snob you are, but the Mercury Awards, they're more, you know, emerging. Um, you're, you're mixing that popular with maybe slightly underground. Uh, the Brit Awards are full-on pop music. Um, the Yeah, the likes of Spice Girls, Little Mix. Um, all those would be all fairly standard Brit Awards fare. And, of course, we've talked about the Brit Awards on a previous podcast as well. We were... Zoning in on the Lifetime Achievement Award, which was quite um, confused. And uh, with that, to kind of, I guess, exam exemplify, is that the word I'm looking for? Um, what would be emblematic of how confused these awards can be is we're obviously going to eventually talk about, eventually talk about the 2022 mm -hmm. British Awards. British Phonographic Industry Awards, uh, now commonly known as the Brit Awards. Let's do as we do, go all the way back, 1977, to the first ever uh, what we refer to as the BPI awards. Um, I don't know if you've so so even back then they couldn't be bothered saying all that. Uh, yes. So <laughs> I was going to say like you know doesn't that show you know these days they can't even be bothered calling it by the real name they call it Brit you know and it's like now back then they were like oh, f that. BPI. So 1977. I'll 
just run through some of the uh, award winners. Just bear in mind the year. The winner of the first ever BPI Awards, uh, later known as the Brit Awards for British Group in 1977. The Beatles. Um, International Album uh, of the Year 1977. Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water. British Single of the Year. A Whiter Shade of Pale by Procol Harum. Um, uh, And Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. They shared that... um, Honor in 1977, at least Bohemian Rhapsody slightly closer to the actual uh, year. And British Album of the Year 1977, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Such a delay. <laughs> was it was it just a case of all the stuff we missed? We're catching up because, like, I don't understand. Or did they, but did they say that's the standard? Beat it and you'll get the award. Yeah, because <laughs> these yeah these are the first ever. So um the yeah. These are our what we think are the the best. You've got the British. Yeah, the maybe Beatles. they they were like we can't not have anything go to the Beatles, even though we've arrived after them. That's that's an interesting approach. You think these awards should be like a defending champion? So if the, someone the next year has to be better than Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, <laughs> and if not, then it just remains album of the year. It's, yeah, yeah theory it certainly... still would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea that they were like, oh, I mean, is British Awards was the best we've ever had that, you know, we're going to have to recognize the Beatles first and then we'll maybe move on. If they kept winning stuff the next year, I'd start to get suspicious about who's on the board. Right. Okay. So we talked about the first awards. Um, Let's get to it. Pass. (laughs) (laughs) The Brit Awards 2022. Uh, the theme of which was uh, pylons. I was getting that theme. What's what's going on here? Large electricity pylons as sculptures that were like people. I'm assuming uh, my 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 colleague here um, was watching the intro, the little sad little intro where they they're sort of storyboarding what's going to happen for the Brit Awards, and they were talking about it being carbon neutral or some. Well, everybody talks about carbon neutral. Yeah, they go on to have a show not only with pyrotechnics, but uh, just a massive waste of uh, electricity and uh, mm-hmm. broadcasting. Well, but uh, if I the may... pylons, I mean, they really represented us as the monoliths of, uh, you know, whatever, I don't know what the hell they were going for. I think in terms of sustainability and uh, being carbon neutral, the good thing about the Brits is hardly anyone can be to actually come to them. So that does save on, you know, airplane fumes and such. So... Uh, that you've got that. So, yeah, I hadn't appreciated that might be the theme. I guess I I glazed over that. There was a little intro that I missed, or I didn't think it was important enough to pay, pay full attention to. I was sort of getting... Because to in order to watch this, because obviously definitely didn't watch it live, Yeah, this was accessed through the ITV website. Um, which, Satan's Playground. Which um, <laughs> it, the, uh, the adverts are unavoidable. They're kind of... Um, they make you watch them. They make you sit through them. So, I mean, it is a good opportunity to go get yourself um, a cup of tea or whatever beverage you would like to enjoy to help you so enjoy you get, these so awards. So you can make yourself a hundred cups of tea <laughs> to watch a program. <laughs> or if it was, if you were fetching yourself a shot, you uh, it would be quite the drinking game, wouldn't it? Your host is Mo Gilligan, who is a comedian. 
he is not the kind that makes you laugh. So he's a comedian. Not in yeah. the way. I mean, as you would understand a comedian from the eighties and nineties, but kind of the modern yeah. definition yeah. of a comedian. Well, on that, it makes me laugh because it, what is a comedian nowadays? But also the fact that there was the alternative rock and roll category, which just I I laughed out loud at. I guess nothing is what it is categorized as now. So maybe that's the gist. Maybe that's the lesson. Here performing some R and B or some rap. Here's Madonna. <laughs> So, yeah, comedian the same way that you would, in the 70s, you would say we're a rock star, you know, how someone would say they were a rock star now. So that's your kind of level. But yeah, Mo Gilligan, um, perfectly affable. I'm not entirely sure I would spend the time to watch one of his stand-up gigs. And then from there, we're opening, and we are in the fires of hell. It's Ed Sheeran featuring Bring Me the Horizon. (laughs) Possibly the worst (laughs) thing that could happen to start the show off, uh, but you might disagree. That, That made me chuckle. Yeah, um, I, I would uh, wholeheartedly agree. I just could, I couldn't watch a lot of it, and um, I will put that out there right at the start. I watched little snippets um, of it via YouTube as opposed to the ITV app. So some of the the parts that you're speaking about, such as the intro, I didn't see, but I did not click on the Ed Sheeran video. <laughs> yeah. I that moment, sorry, I must say that. Uh, I thought I must have wronged him somehow because it was <laughs> like I was lured to the Hansel and Gretel witch house or something because, you know, I'll be funny or it'll be that, it'll be this um, ridiculous comedian intro, terrible patter. And then it was like, oh, and by the way, here he is, everyone's favorite, Ed Sheeran. And can I say, I'm going to I'm gonna calm down, right? I'm not going to get, I, I'm going to stay at this level. So Ed Sheeran you know, getting so many awards. I mean, if it's Ed Sheeran and Adele, apparently, are the second comings of, you know, the Stones and the Beatles. They, but the every time I see Ed Sheeran in his little videos and when he's doing stuff, he's always got a guitar or he's pretending he's doing stuff. When he's on stage, he does, like, really weird melodic songs. But then when they show all of his videos or what he has anything to do with, it's like some horrible, weird drum machine, like any other dance music. I'm really confused. That's what kept happening. It was like... I didn't even know it's Emperor's New Clothes, but I just had no idea what was going on. I was like, is this the same guy? Because I couldn't figure it out. On stage, he's doing melodic things. In videos, he's like strumming away at his guitar, thinking, yeah, greatest songwriter. Let me work with Taylor Swift. And then it's like, and for best whatever, Ed Sheeran. Do, 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 do. <laughs> anyway, terrible song. They then showed Adele, uh, which was I thought was quite impressive that Adele would uh, deign to show up at such, a, such an awards show as the Brits. The only thing I know about Adele is that she recently cancelled a tour or gigs in Vegas. That's the extent of your Adele knowledge. Um. (laughs) Well, I'm wondering, (laughs) are the people in Vegas like, oh, yeah, what's on ITV, Uh, whatever. And, oh, oh, she's not going to be singing, though. She'll just be attending because she she wasn't able to sing for us. (laughs) Wait, she's going up for an award. Oh, what the... F- <laughs> you know, like, you'd be furious, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd think, well, we paid all this money for these tickets. I don't know the full ins and outs of it, but that's that's the sum total of my knowledge. Shall we move on to the awards then? Just, just get this underway. Song of the yeah. Year is up next. Um, 75 nominees uh, <laughs> or something like that. So there was Adele, Ed Sheeran, a bunch of confusing words and, and noises and numbers. Um, and then Adele won for that song she did. Mm-hmm. Any comments on that? Because... That that's that that was a lot of nominees, was it not? Do we know much about the nominee process historically? Because seventy five is a lot. Like 
Would you not? It wasn't literally seventy-five. That was my. Um, that was my. <laughs> so you did, I guess so if, you'd, you don't watch it. <laughs> if you'd watched it, Dave, you might have guessed. Got oh, that. Oh, so it was. This um, was an exaggeration. This was an exaggeration. Will I tell you how many precisely oh, there were? It's got to be fifteen. Um, yeah. So for best British single, I believe it was. Uh, you got. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 nominees. And among that, quite the number of people involved as well. That's, that's too many. So you had A, so, A1 times J1 was one of the artists. And so this was, I, I so guess. The, and how many people's that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was like? You know what it was like? Because obviously, they, I'm, I'm assuming like Adele... It, to be fair, she did sing, and in contrast to anybody else, I was genuinely like, oh my God, some talent. But there was like a real pander in it, like, our, our queen, she's amazing for having been here. It's like, all right, she's here. She's not going to go suddenly. In that category, and it happened a couple of times throughout the night, it was like, we got Andre the Giant and a bunch of regular people, and who's the most giant? <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, I was like, what, what's happening here? Why did they have to have 15 people as well? Just to be like, well, it's going to go to Adele because she's actually... She's got some songs that don't sound like... They, uh, this is where we're going to sound like old men like in the, in the dad stage. Well, that's the like, whole point of this, isn't it? But, Just to expose how uh, old it and was the same, we are. It's the same bloody... Uh, it must have been the same track every time. And then they, like you're saying, it, just, it was just like... It was like the start of Breaking Bad with all these numbers and letters and names. And I was just like, who? What? And he didn't even have enough time to digest it. I just, It was like getting... Like the, the <laughs> that kind of flashes on screen in Fight Club. I was just like, <laughs> what's... What? Mm. Huh? Did I see that? So, so I I did have the feeling of overwhelm when this first award came up. So it's kind of like, yeah, exactly. The first kind of one, already sick. And then we moved fairly swiftly on to international song, which was presented by uh, Courtney Cox and uh, the guy from Snow Patrol. Apparently, that was won by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Then we go on the next, the second performance of the night, Anne Marie, um, who I have heard of. Uh, she's definitely a person. Um, she tripped on the step. Out of 10, the recovery, what do you think? No, that's what I'm going to say. Right? I, initially, I was like, oh, what is going on? A YouTube star who boxed once and uh, some random woman I've never heard of singing. And then she sort of trips down the stage and handles it perfectly. So for the entire performance, she had my vote. But I, I couldn't stand the, the case I get just for, for the backwards knowledge that I weirdly knew about him just because he had a celebrity, a celebrity, about a boxing match with some other YouTube guy. And then he's now releasing singles. It is the very definition of, oh, by the way, you go on YouTube, you do some stuff, and you'll be at the Brit Awards. Like a year, two years later, that's it. That's what so a celebrity So I, yeah, this was definitely um, a person I'd never heard of before until this um, evening, and he was all over. Uh, KSI was all over this evening. Um, Pighead DJ is he famous? He was Pighead. a Pighead DJ. There was a oh. there was a DJ in the background doing the the sort of hands <laughs> in the air DJ. He had a pig helmet. Oh, is he famous? Like digital animals. Digital dead animals. Mouse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like dead mouse and uh, quite a few of them seem to do that, don't they? The, the Daft Punk oh, thing. Daft, yeah. yeah. Daft Punk did it, and then Dead Mouse kind of did it, but made it slightly unique, I suppose. And it was a big mouse head. It's like a new character, wasn't it? Um, they were just kind of being like space people or something from the future without a, an identity and then dead mouse and now everyone also did she kick someone off the stage a little too forcefully yeah she so i was she seemed to regret it was that part of the performances i was at the fury from tripping on the step 
it, it seems planned, but there was a there was a moment of she looked after it, didn't she? She did it, and then she was like, oh, and, and there's a little peek just to see if, <laughs> if the guy was hurt. Um, that's that's why. So, so tell me, you know, was her song any good? I didn't. I just seen. Um, <laughs> I'd seen like reaction video to her tripping and she had, you know, it looked like she'd been crying and stuff. She was in a dressing gown in a nice hotel. Then this other bit I saw as a little clip. I saw her kick someone off the stage and then sort of look over. But was the song, could was the song vital? Um, I couldn't recite it to you. Um, no, then is the no. answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> can I Can I also say, I sort of keep, I mean, we're talking about the Brit Awards here. It's, it's, I'm not talking about her trip or at least things. Obviously, these are, this is part of like, this, you know, you can't ignore strange things that happen, kicking the guy and, and tripping up. But I will say in the initial, because I did wind it back, not to be like, oh, falling over. But it looks like one of the fellas who's supposed to help her down the stairs sort of abandons his post. And that's the reason she fell, because she wasn't giant boots. So the blame goes to the, the, the young man there, because he kind of held her hand and then thought, and now it's time to dance. And he sort of goes away and she has no help to finish off the stairs so he's to blame i don't blame this this woman she's and she uh, you try like i'll try finishing a sentence falling down at my knees do you know what i mean like she on stage finished it off and sang so that's what i'm saying I, even though the song was terrible my respect for this person was like ah oh, that's that's brave because you know everyone's been up in front of class and you stumble over your words and it's like ah, loser and um, that's you for the entire year so i mean and she's done it in front of the nation and luckily hardly anybody watches the show so she's been forgiven for that <laughs> Best pop and R and B act was next, um, which I just thought was interesting. Smashing these awards together, pop and R and B, uh, an efficiency that would uh, categorize that would uh, characterize these awards going forward. I think there was much less nominees in this one, and Dua Lipa won best pop slash R and B act. Yeah, could, so this is where you have to ask: when you use the word "best," do you mean chosen? Uh, so I so some of them. Kept referring to this is uh, voted on by the fans, um, and I kept, was unable to dis- to distinguish which one was voted by the fans and which ones were voted by someone else. It's it just seems like um, best. Nah, doesn't doesn't. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Pass. <laughs> so Dua Lipa had uh, heard of uh, uh, at least. That was something. Um, mm. It did get to the stage where there's the, like you're saying, pop and R&B, artist of the year or, or whatever song of the year. But it just, every time, because I'm, I'm an old man now, I guess, in, in these people's eyes, but you know, when they go to the Duff Brewery and it's like, this is Duff Light, do new Duff whatever. And there's like the same pipe going to all three bats. It was like every time they played the selection of artists. And that's why I laughed when it was the alternate rock and roll one, because it was like, huh? <laughs> Wasn't this from the pop and R and B ones? We're uh, we'll get to that. All right, you're dying to talk about that alternative. Absolutely, <laughs> Ronnie Woods. <laughs> all right. Um, so, uh, Dua Lipa, one of the ones that was too cool for the Brits. Um, really wish I could be there with you tonight. Is there a more hollow phrase in awards ceremonies? <laughs> <laughs> like the, um, you see them later on in school. Like, I, I did what beat your party, but oh, yeah. Speaking of a party um so little sims was up next and because I, this is one that i'd actually heard the album that was being referred to and i'd heard uh, a couple of our previous albums it was almost like you're at a party that you didn't want to be invited to but you suddenly do recognize somebody i had that little feeling when uh, little sims came on 
I mean, there's I nothing. I think it's. Uh, I think Little Sims had heard of and had heard her kind of earlier stuff. The album covers just her, but it's in black and white. And I think you'd shared it. I was like, oh, what's this new grey area? Is it? Yeah. That's yeah, and then I, I kind of recognised the name, and it was the most colourful performance because everyone had like bright uh, outfits and stuff on. I was like, this can't be the same person because I thought she was like an underground hip hop artist, but then this seems a bit more. Poppy, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. I had no. Like that's what I'm saying. I felt like I'd come out from a bunker because even with this little, like you're saying, you recognise this name, and I was like, I have no idea if this is the same person from even a couple of years ago when I kind of heard of her and thought, oh, that's that's a cool new artist coming out of the UK. That's that's enjoyable. And then it was just like big booming performance. I'm like, what? What happened? Underground, no more. Um, mm. Well, mm. Uh, I can tell that you are looking forward to this next one. So finally, Ronnie Wood comes out. Um, he said some stuff, uh, and oh, then wow. he presented the best alternative slash rock act, um, amongst which uh, was Coldplay. Um, <laughs> and to yeah, speak on the nominees here. Uh, we'll get to the the winner uh, shortly, but um, the nominees here, none of which were alternative or rock. Will Fallis is probably more in that category than the rest. I would say no. Yeah, you familiar alternative. I couldn't even hear a drum or a guitar in any of these things. So it, it, does alternative just mean we kind of loosely associate with one genre of music and then because it's alternative, it could be anything. Most offense would, was it started off with Coldplay and I was like, all right, we're off for a bad, bad start. <laughs> and I felt like I was reaching back for my Coldplay shore as <laughs> I'm being dragged out to sea. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh no, come back. I think alternative in this case means like didn't vote Adele. Yeah. <laughs> This one was won by Sam Fender, apparently no relation to Leo Fender. Uh, not hugely familiar with Sam. So the next award was for Dance Act of the Year. Um, this was presented by David Guetta and some other guy. And I was quite surprised because I this might have been misinformation, but I thought David Guetta had died. Is yeah. that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Avicii died. Oh, well, rest in peace. So, yeah, David Guetta and the other guy looked like a, a before and after of some sort of face app, I thought. They looked quite <laughs> similar, but with different sized widths of head. And um, I didn't know what was going on. Again, the nominees come through. You're you're just like, okay, um, something's happening here. And then that was won by Becky Hill, um, who, was, who seemed genuinely moved. And then... Uh, cut a bit of a wrestling promo. Um, <laughs> it was quite spirited. I was looking forward to our match at WrestleMania. <laughs> this was a weird one as well because it was like it was like someone giving a really impassioned speech for the the participation award or something. It was literally the most wet sounding music ever. Yeah, she was genuinely moved as by the David whole thing. Guetta. As David Guetta. <laughs> so David Guetta and his um, his face stretched uh, counterpart they presented her with best dance act and yeah uh, compared to some of the ones that couldn't be bothered to come in uh, this was a big moment uh, for her best dance act at the Brit Awards 2022 then Liam Gallagher came out um, and performed oh, with his band nice. to just prove that rock and roll is dead mm. can I, I may I this. briefly Oh, if you please, by all means, go ahead. Yeah. No other artist um, was openly mocked before <laughs> they were about to perform. You know what I didn't like about the Liam Gallagher bit was just um, this thing that everyone insists on doing nowadays, which is like ramping up the tension. And it's kind of like, 
it's it's look it's liam gallagher it's the same as when they would have footballers going to the world cup and they do like flames and everything like that and in this case he comes in on a on a helicopter and lands on the roof and then he's coming through and looking all like hard his you know silhouetted like weird walk he does which is yeah and, and then they come on and as as you kind of think it's just, it's just like what's this song yeah you know yeah, yeah there's nothing about this song which is any good and yeah, I don't. I don't like being too critical about uh, people and stuff, especially people who've done big things in the past and all that. But that's kind of what it felt like. Was mm, you'd have been better sitting this one out, to be honest. This isn't very good, is it? And also, how old are you now, mate? Hey, hey are we gonna draw a um, boxer who's had one fight too many analogy here? Mm. Also, I, take I, that I bloody say, you, Are you gonna draw a boxer in this man? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> really to show me up um, I don't I've never really liked all of that like oh, hard man stuff like it just doesn't I, I don't see any place for it on the stage it seems completely at odds with what he's what he's meant to be doing which is doing a good song and if you don't have a good song don't bother showing up just pack it in eh? <laughs> go off take that helicopter fly somewhere nice and warm let's move on uh, group of the year, Mo introduced the band that was to introduce the award winner, and I didn't catch any of it. Was it Monesty or something? Main Skin or something? Main <laughs> <Main> Skin. <laughs> uh, Wolf Alice wins group of the year, I have heard of them. Sorry, did, did anyone have anything on any of that? Cause they pass. Just kind of pass. <laughs> I have seen Wolf Alice live. Oh, How about that? So this was your recognition moment then. You're, this is the that little was... sims of, uh, of your time watching the Brits. I submitted my vote <laughs> and it counted. <laughs> <laughs> so we're halfway at this point. I couldn't quite believe it. Um, they kept returning to this bar situation again. Didn't quite understand what was going on. Did, did you get what was trying to be achieved here? Or was anything trying to be achieved? Just to jump in quickly, um, you've mentioned this bar thing. Didn't um, see any so of there this. Was a- a running theme. No, I, I didn't think I'd miss as much as this, but like, um, there's a running theme through it, which is electricity pylons and drinking. It wasn't even a bar; it was just like a table with a bunch of weird drinks on it. But this like, yeah, point like, was like um, just standing about watching a conversation that you you just waiting for something else to happen. Like you have to be somewhere else, but you have to kind of sit and catch this these two just chat chit chat. It was just chit chat to each other. Sorry, were you, were you going to say something? Well, Excuse me. Well, when Wetlands. you're watching something and when you're watching the TV and um, this used to happen to me all the time watching The Sopranos, they'd cook something really nice on the screen and be eating it and then commenting on how good it was. And before you know it, you're away in the kitchen trying to make stuff. Um, do you think that they should keep showing the booze to make the people at home drink? Yeah, you're ha- at the halfway point, you're kind of needing something and you've got certainly plenty of opportunity in the ITV uh, adverts to do that, certainly if you're watching on the website. On to International Artist uh, of the Year, I believe. I'm trying to keep up with whether it's Best International Artist, International Artist of the Year. Billie Eilish sadly couldn't be... I don't remember the nominees, but Billie Eilish sadly couldn't be there. Um, this was my favourite of all the acceptances. She was on the way to the toilet and someone handed her an award and uh, said, here's the phone, can you say something? It, it was odd perspective. Was <laughs> holding the phone whilst holding an award, but and, and something must have been cut because the, the clip was like edited as well. So obviously something not to the standards of uh, the Brit Awards, but yeah, it was just very, very strange. This took, um, sadly, couldn't be there to a new level. <laughs> this was just no effort whatsoever. 
Next was piano person whose name I didn't catch and I thought I heard out. Uh, piano I Reeves. <laughs> I thought I heard Madeline Stowe, but I knew it couldn't be that. What was the name of this performer? Oh, is this the is this the performance that started off with them all worshiping a duvet? Because I kind of I used <laughs> I think, the skip button. Yeah, skip button once. This was skip button territory. Piano. You skipped that bit. Um, oh, wow. I felt like I felt like I was concussed. Um, you've really piqued my interest now. So could it have been Holly Humberstone? That sounds like Madeline Stowe slightly. Uh, so if I'd that's, heard Madeline Stowe out the side of my side of my head while I was doing something else, <laughs> this is that's possibly. the quiet piano, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's the quiet the piano. piano. And the, and the oh, was this the, the 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 girl whose whose lips were sewn together? You, you, so you, that that style, that modern style of singing, ah, where you don't open your yes. mouth all the way. Yeah, yeah. You, you you try and sing a song, but you try and get your lips as close together, but still letting some air out. We then sit down with KSI, who I was getting to know much uh, more uh, as the show went on. This kind of slowed the pace down as well. I just mm. remember that frenetic first half of the awards, and then now we're really sort of calming down. I guess the drinks are in. Um, KSI, I didn't. I don't think I learned anything uh, in this. Have you heard his shoulder? He hurt his shoulder. Well, what is, he was wearing like an apparatus. Oh, I didn't I did, see. I it was didn't like a, it was like it a shoulder. Looked like a, a hurt thing you'd wear for like a sore shoulder over his suit. And uh, this is like with the music. I'm, I'm assuming modern fashion or what? What? It's not even modern fashion. You see the stuff on catwalks. You think, no one would wear that to Tesco's. But like, it was just like a, a sort of apparatus that was over his suit. And I thought he had a really nice suit on, but he just had what looked like you know a sling over him. So he wasn't even the one that fell uh, during the performance. That's interesting. (laughs) Right. Best New Artist is next. Um, Again, some nominees. And this was won by Little Sims, which I can only assume, given that she's the only person I've heard anything from this year, that that was deserved. Interesting, though. Um, I was just trying to figure out what the criteria of Best New Artist is because, as you've mentioned, she... Uh, did release uh, an album about three years ago that was quite critically acclaimed and was nominated for a Mercury Award. And our first album was in 2016. So by this uh, by this time scale, I think Notorious B.I.G. would have won Best New Artist three years after he died. Maybe it's the spirit of the very first BPIs that it could be up to a decade ago. Ah, you're harking back to the first awards, yeah. But realistically, if you're doing it as a profession and you didn't win it the first year it was available to be won, then you will never win it. Not truly. I also didn't realise she was eight foot tall, uh, Little Sims. <laughs> I don't know if the, um, the handle is a, an ironic handle, but, um, I mean, she was next to her... It was her mother, wasn't it, who was... Um, her two foot tall mother, yes. <laughs> I think in comparison, anyone would look... Danny DeVito would look like a, a basketball player in comparison to her. She's a sweet little old lady. Like it was absolutely heartwarming and lovely to see somebody's mum on stage. And one, even though there's like young artists and stuff, there was that J J one A one who later on was just one of his lines was, "And I love my mum." And I was like, "Ah, oh, at least there's some there's some niceness." You know, it's not all just you know drunk people winning dance awards. It's like uh, some uh, some wholesome messages in there. And then here comes Adele, not just. Uh hanging out and collecting awards, performing a song, which it's just not in Las Vegas. So uh, Las Vegas uh, gigs cancelled, apparently, and turns up uh, at the O2 Arena to perform a song. Um, and that was that, that song that she released. Song about drinking wine. Is that right? There's a theme, she was, again, a theme of this uh, awards ceremony. She was all gold, and the background was all gold, 
they put a little thing on the lens so that it made flares like star burst flares like what you would have back in the day that was as far as i got turned it off but it was yep good honor but you see what i mean though like the they're so grateful she turned up that even in her performance, like she's got to glow and sparkle because we're so grateful she's here. They were because that's all it came yeah, off as. They were deifying her a little bit in these awards, weren't they? It was like yeah, it was like Absolutely. Stevie Wonder or something. I thought that um, detracted a bit. I wasn't sure if I was going to speak about this now or later, but like I'll, I'll just go into it a little bit now. What I did see was a complete lack of sincerity or like normal performance that you would expect to see from someone who's in a band or doing music like there wasn't any musicality to a lot of it Adele's one was kind of like she was singing to and she just was in a strange situation where everyone was as you say deifying her and then a lot of the other ones was either like a weird technical performance with no emotion or just like way, way over the top stage theatrics in order to make up for the lack of originality or, uh, you know, excitement in the actual songs. So Sorry if that's a little bit down in the quite, dumps. It's but. quite uh, down, but I, I, so what, some of what you're saying I do recognise. So that's kind of why I, I did like the Little Sims one. It was quite, um, uh, Dave was similar as well. He'd kind of a measured the one. performance. Uh, but we'll get to Dave because we're getting to Dave next. Uh, best Hip Hop and Grime uh, and Dave won. Uh, we remember Dave from before. Dave is a name that we <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> uh, we have discussed him previously, uh, took in his uh, album, must have won the, the Brits a couple of years ago. He seems a sensible fellow. He gave his, in his acceptance speech, gave it some gravitas. Um, it, not quite to the uh, Becky Hill level, but um, yeah, it seemed to mean something to him. We had International Group next. ABBA was there uh, in the nominations. Uh, they weren't there. They're, they know, they're not even there for their own gigs these days. Um, so they certainly weren't there for this award ceremony. Um, the War on Drugs, I recognize them. Uh, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars, I recognize them. And they, in fact, won uh, the award for Best International Group. So combining forces. I don't know if this is something that you do when you're um, kind of, you're not one of the younger ones. You know, you're getting slightly older in your artistry. So you combine with another older artist to maybe then be able to win uh, the awards going forward. So um, they sent in a, a video with much, much much higher production value than Billie Eilish's, certainly. And they did a little bit with their uh, award. Ha! <laughs> nice, gentle comedy um, to see us uh, through this part of the award ceremony. And then next we get to hear the best rock act in the country, apparently, Sam Fender. Did you check out this, the, uh, the saxophone player? Yeah, yeah the Newcastle... Newcastle. Well, if you do you know this the Muppet Show saxophone player? Yeah. <laughs> he looked exactly like him. he did. I, do you know the the song itself? It just sounded kind of it was like middle of the roadie. I I don't actually have anything bad to say about it. I think it kind of sounded like a forgettable song that would have been maybe on like a Waterboys album that was less famous from back in the day. It had a little bit of an older style um, thing to it. But yeah, I don't know. It, it was quite like up there, like, wow, look at this. And I thought, oh, it's, the, it's the sort of one you'd probably skip over on a good album from back in the day. Um, I, when I was tapping along to it, I was kind of imagining it being like, oh, this could be better. Next was Artist of the Year. Um, and we brought this up previously, did we not? They took uh, the old suggestion box, or certainly I. <laughs> I'd posited this that we might not need, you know, the uh, separations of the awards just because uh, it's not mm. a contact sport. So 
just the one artist of the year, and this is now not, not according to the winner, though. No, no, well, it's now a reality. Um, and Adele won it. I was, she was just winning everything. So, and then she did, yeah, she did pass comment. Didn't expect to see Brian Cox, who uh, trundled out yeah. next, uh, to present uh, the nominee-less uh, songwriter of the year. Just give it straight to Ed Sheeran. Um, and he he writes songs, and this is a year. <laughs> you, you said that as if Brian Cox just got up from his table, walked over Ed Sheeran's one, and gave him the award. <laughs> it was not I, that would have been better. That would have been better. I actually saw this. I thought uh, Brian Cox had great buttons on his suit. They were light blue on a navy suit. You like that? Wow. Well turned out, uh, fella. Ed Sheeran um, performs one of his uh, masterpieces, uh, which I didn't catch the title of. It was kind of a a Christopher type vibe to it. Um, And then it happened. I don't have any comments on that. Again, that's double, double the Ed Sheeran we're getting tonight. Ed Sheeran gets, because he just happens to be around. He's literally the last person on Pass the Parcel. And for some reason, he's getting all these plotters. I f***ing hate Ed Sheeran. F***ing piece of Let's, let's just move imagine on. Dave's anger there and then my sort of foot coming in from the side, pointy shoe, a couple extras. <laughs> okay. okay, so um, Album of the Year is the final award, which I thought was interesting. I thought the album was dead. Uh, apparently not. It's saved uh, best for last. And Adele, again. Um, and then the final performance was uh, Dave with Friends. So this was quite, uh, yeah. Well, see his mate, right? Uh-huh. There was one guy who came out wearing kind of like a, like it was like a fireman suit, but it was all white and black. Do you know the one I'm on about? He was yes, quite good. Yeah. He and the guy who I presume is Dave. Yeah, Dave's, I don't know. Dave's your main guy. So Dave's um, your main guy, and I think he changed his top a couple. Of, he had barbed wire on. He was doing this. He was doing that. But there was a guy with a white fireman suit. Dave, if you're listening to this, just pick your fireman buddy. Don't get rid of the other ones. <laughs> They're not bringing anything to the party. One of them was very nice. He smiled the whole time. He was a bit older than his friends, but he had a suit on and everything. He was good, but. It wasn't really anything, and the guy with a uh, thing over, like a what is a morph suit underneath a uh, anorak. You should have known when he came in, not to invite him. (laughs) I will say as well, this is another thing where I was getting the kind of emerged from a bunker feeling. Is obviously there's this this Dave guy who I had no idea. I obviously guessed because he was like kind of the main performer, and then he started, you know, playing the guitar at the end. I'm assuming, but. Everyone, like, once this, someone started rapping or singing or whatever they're doing, the crowd was just, like, cheering as if they knew, like, you know, here on, and, and from NSYNC, here's Justin Timberlake. And then the other guys, like, they knew each and every one. But I'd, like, no idea why these people would be getting cheered, even if they if people knew the band, because who, who are these people? Why would you be able to tell who they are from that far away? That enough to be like, yep, yeah, here he comes, you know. It's just like the Wu-Tang Clan, like everyone knows ODB and RZA and stuff. I mean, they're that identifiable that I was like, they can't be. So that's where I thought there's maybe a little bit of sweetening in the sound because that's the only thing in my sort of heart hearts that makes sense to believe in yeah. the humankind. That there's no way these guys are getting, oh, and now they're performing, cheer. It's like, there's no I way. I think there's, there's like no a way. big... Anorak like, guy. Yeah, there's like a, a big white sign with a light bulb inside it saying cheer. Um, like above the crowd at some moments, presumably, because we're most of the crowd celebrities anyway. Um, Did you know something with this performance? I think it summed it up entirely was I was like, I would actually probably enjoy maybe hearing this, like without 
fire everywhere and a <laughs> choir in like a steel factory or something and all this moving around and constant hand slapping. Like, go and just perform the song, eh? Yeah, because the guitar bit was amazing. For me personally, like, if I go back and look at older um, recordings of people performing live, similar tone, you know, tonally similar music from, say, the 70s or whatever, there's a big difference. Like, today is very technical, and back then it was very, very emotional. And uh, I prefer the latter every single time, I've got to say, um, when I see someone and they may they may be not hitting technically perfect notes, but they like they plug away at your heartstrings, you know, and and that's really there. There was like nothing in the whole night that had that for me at all. It's hard to describe. It wasn't my cup of tea by any stretch, but uh, it wasn't as embarrassing as I expected it to be. I don't know, man. <laughs> Have you ever heard an album called Sergeant? Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. The initial uh, recipient of the Brit Awards uh, Best uh, Album, yes. That's the one. I listened to a little bit of this uh, last night. Um, And do you think at the beginning, is there... Is it kind of like a live, there's a bit of a live effect on it, on the first yeah, intro bit about, of the yeah. crowd. And then it kind of, see, and is it, it's still kind of there in the second one, in like um, Little Help From My Friends, I think. Anyway, I, I listened to it closer than I've probably heard it before last night, and I could hear all of this like kind of nice stuff uh, tickling away in the background of it. So, yeah, you know, when I'm, when I'm listening to that and you think I've got a certain amount of heartbeats left in my lifetime, I can spare some of them for this um, band, the Beatles. I can spare absolutely none for anyone in the Brit Awards. <laughs> none. No more heartbeats. That's it. Sorry, was that two? That was two. That was two. I got carried away there. I'm sorry. This is this is my one takeaway, right? And it's not going to be as uh, as angry as you think it's going to be. Do you know? Do you know what it is? It's a sadness, right? It is a sadness, and what I mean by that is, like, it's the lost old man feeling, and it's not like I want to get involved and learn this music because there's no one I need to impress but there is a kind of there's a there's a sort of a, a, a low feeling because you're like well there's nothing I enjoy that's going to come along anytime soon so it's, it is I mean and but with that and we've we've did it on the the, the the now last I'm assuming 1990s one but we've done it previously we've talked about music in the past and there's so much out there stuff you haven't even discovered yet that there's no point in looking forward you should just Go back and dig up these treasures. So that's what I, that's what I took from this. It was like I, you feel like it's wasted energy, but I think that's where I what I took from it is like I'm gonna now go and find as much new artists in the past. I'll do what the, the first Brit Awards did and really look backwards and just start aw- rewarding myself with the awards for oh I'd never heard this before because there's no there's no point in looking to a future because our past was already so glorious. Well, with that, that is the very purpose of listening to the Blast From Cast From and all the uh, the output that we put out there, <laughs> as little as there is. And that is the intention of the Blast From Cast From. So if you are like um, colleague here... Um, <laughs> Mad Tabletop! <laughs> Mad Tabletop! Um, and are uh, in a low mood and all the other depressing things that he said and are looking to look back and see what grand riches there are from the rich history of uh, popular music, keep listening to the Blast From Cast From and listen to all the old episodes. Listen to the whole thing. Um, and then, I don't know, send us some money. Uh, thanks, everyone. Very enlightening. Um, yeah, slightly um, eye-opening experience. Uh, and until next time, 
Hello from the other side. Yeah, there you go. 